What if we, uh, since Jed hasn't been on it forever, yeah, try and convince him the first time he swears that we're a clean show now. <laughs> watch his language. <laughs> so for that bit to work, we both have to not swear until he does. Yeah, I mean, I'll try, but no guarantees. Okay. Tuesday podcast episode 160 with your hosts Sam Ginsburg, Tyler Dryblatt, and Jed Farber. Here is Tyler Dryblatt. Welcome everybody to the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. This week we have Fallout from Selling Out and uh, two questionable glasses for drinking beer out of. My glasses. We also have what? Uh, I said, my glasses! Like, I'm Velma. Oh, good. I'm glad I stopped my introduction for that. You didn't have to. Thank you. It, it was a hilarious goof, and now it's over-explained. Yeah, it sure is. Jed, welcome back to this mess. Thanks. Feels like I didn't even leave. <laughs> How bad it still is. Right. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. We're so glad to have you. So, uh, you're looking... Where are you right now? Because you're looking so sporty. I feel like you're going to step outside onto a tropical beach. Yeah, so... I'm on this video, and some reason the blinds in my background are really well lit to the point it looks very bright outside, but it is actually very overcast and gloomy, and I'm oh. sitting in Pittsburgh in my mommy's house, just where you guys left me. I was been waiting, sitting at this computer, waiting for the call. Well, the we're the beer, like six months old. <laughs> what what beer is it, Jed? What beer is it? It's Yards Brewing Company Brawler, which I don't think I've ever had, but I definitely have had many Yards beers. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh, 4.2%, so. 4.2, pretty low. Pretty low. For being called Brawler. Right. Well, you know, I think the point is, I don't know what the point is. Okay. The thing I was going to say wouldn't have made sense. It would have been the opposite. So I don't know why it's so low. Maybe, maybe it's like if you drink this beer, people are going to talk a bunch of shit, so you're going to have to fight them. So you're going to become right. a brawler. You're going to be so angry with how bad this beer is. Could be that. Uh-oh. Is it not good? Could be. Initial impressions are it's not great. It's not very strong, and you can taste that, though. So I'll probably give it a more favorable rating at the end as my tastes have flip back into garbage. <laughs> okay. That's not an enthusiastic review. Tyler, what do you have? Prairie Artisan Ales. Standard. A hoppy farmhouse ale. This is really fucking stupid-ass looking beer. Let me show you the label. The label is instructions on how to noodle a catfish. I think it's, a, it's, I think it's interesting. It's like a comic strip, dude. Yeah. It should just say, this is a bad idea. Yeah, but it, noodling has nothing to do with this beer, and it's made in Oklahoma. I'm not sure Oklahoma is known for its noodling. What's it's known for dumb ideas, and noodling is a dumb they, idea. They wouldn't need noodling on a bottle of a place that noodling was often done. Either. I guess that's a good point. That's a good point, Jed. So uh, I got this beer because the description said it used a lot of New Zealand hops. It didn't say what variety, of course because that's the place I live in. 
but it said it was going to give it a spicy lime flavor. And I like hops from New Zealand generally, so I have some high opinions. It poured out incredibly effervescent, like stupid foamy. Uh, it still has a pretty decent head, very cloudy. Looks kind of like some sort of juice, like a peach lemonade. It smells like spicy wheat. <laughs> I don't even know how to do what you're doing right now. I just, I've lost it all. Hmm, that's pretty tasty. I feel like there's some subtlety here that I re- I'm going to have to parse through. Like, my first impression is, oh, this is very inoffensive. But I think I can actually pick out, or I will be able to pick out some tasty flavors if I just give it enough time. I tell you what, I'll give you 40 to 50 minutes to take your time drinking that beer, and then you can review it at the end. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. It really works out well. Yeah. How about you, Samuel? Uh, well, I already got this bad boy opened with our Bruiser Tuesday podcast bottle opener sponsored by Huggies. Thank you, Huggies. And I have... Wait. What? Excuse me? Uh, this week... Our sponsor is Huggies, so I just yeah. you know, give them their plug. You know, if they paid their money, they get their plug. Those are the rules. Uh, but I don't want to, like, dwell on that. I don't want people to think we sold out too much since we got signed, you know? Too much. Uh, Do I have to buy- Wait, I have to wear Huggies now instead? <laughs> instead of what, the Depends you normally rock? Hey, man, Depends are big, okay? Huggies, they don't make them this big. Usually I'll just wear two pairs of Huggies taped together, like one Huggies for each leg. Oh, God. That's fucked up. Uh, uh, Speaking of some crazy crap, I have New Holland Brewing's Dragon's Milk, a beer that people respect. Oh, wait. This is Dragon's Milk Reserve Bourbon Barrel Stout with Raspberry Lemon. Excuse me? This is Dragon's Milk Bourbon Barrel Stout with Raspberry Lemon. Okay. Raspberry and lemon is not a flavor I would associate with a with a with a bourbon barrel stout. I think this is their attempt to have dragon's milk in the summertime because right. it's got that fruity aspect. Uh, I haven't tasted it yet. What was your ABV, Tyler? Oh, I did forget to mention that. Uh, five point six. Okay, cool. Calculating, calculating. Yeah, my ABV is higher than both of yours combined. It's eleven percent. Oh well. That's a powerful summertime beer if that's what they're going for. Yeah, I mean it's still like nice and nice and dark looking like dragon's milk, uh, uh-huh. totally opaque, a dark, dark rich brown. The smell is just dragon's milk. The taste is fruity dragon's milk. I don't know. I, <laughs> I like. I guess I don't know what I expected. I kind of, when I read this, thought those flavors are n- not going to combine in a way that I find pleasing. And uh, so far, that has been the case. I mean, there's some tartness, which I guess makes sense given the fruits that they picked. But it's a really weird pairing, so I'm kind of just confirming my suspicions. But I'm going to need to take some more time with this, I think. Okay. Well, it sounds like we all need to delve a little further into our beers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, in the intervening minutes, let's ask, let's ask Jed what he's been up to since we saw him last. Um... When did we talk last? It was probably like six months ago, seven months, right? It's been a long time. Uh, I could look, but I won't look. Several months. I'll give you a quick update. Quick update is I got a job working with Colin Solem, who you guys probably remember from Uh Alligator Call. Yep. Uh, Doing freelance website development. Um, Working, well, we, we have a boss, but he basically finds us companies that need their website built and we do that with him 
And uh, so we had a, this big client that I basically worked on for the last five months or so. And that client ended at the end of July. And the week before August, the weekend before the first week of August, uh-huh. my boss was like, hey, so, you know, when this client's over, like, I don't really have any more work for you. And I was like, what? What's Shit. up? Shit. <laughs> He was like, yeah, like we can sign a new contract so you can, you know, whenever, if I get work, like we're good to go, but I don't really have. So it's not that he like fired you. It's that he didn't have a job for you. He actually gave me a raise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's like a theoretical raise because you're not doing anything. It's like your hourly rate will go up, but you will have zero hours. <laughs> so Sweet. So that's the current situation. Figuring it out. I don't really know. As if when we we spoke a couple months ago, not on the show, just because we're two friends who are human people, and you, I think you were trying to talk me into quitting my job to come work with you. Yeah. Well, we would still be able to do it. We just wouldn't go through my boss. Like we would have to find the work. Well, and see, this is why being salaried is great. Because if they run out of work for me, then I'll just you know play Kingdom of Loathing all day and get paid the same amount. Right. No, no, no. There are definitely perks of, you know, having a stable job. My but, my insurance know. is super duper good. Right. So I'm insured as fuck. Be able to provide for you. Right. So, yeah. I still think it's very feasible that we all make a, a website building company that just basically makes websites for companies and startups and shit well talk to but douglas because he's probably looking for work at this point talked to him yesterday talked to douglas nestor yesterday but yeah so that's the job front and then i play that frisbee game and we're pretty good we're, we're we were ranked seventh in the nation a couple like a month ago and now we're 12th and so maybe i'll go to nationals for the first time ever who knows but then you cool. have to register as a ringer and it's a whole thing no, not not in Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Just because the level Wild of play town. is so high there? Well, in Pittsburgh, you just check off that you've been to club nationals. But the dream is, Tyler, this is for you. Okay. Because Sam obviously knows what this is. The dream is being good at ultimate, moving to a new place where no one knows me, and starting like going into one of the casual leagues and being like, I don't know, I'm like a 65 out of 100. I've played pickup before and then we win and it's because i lied but i don't feel bad i think what you should really lean into that like even fuck with your team like before you start you say hey listen like i'm in decent shape but i don't really know how the game is played can you show me that this flick i've heard so much about how does that work and then you like just turf them while you're practicing and then in game just unload right so that's the benefit of not practicing my lefty throws is that I can actually do lefty stuff with them, and it'll be genuine incompetence. Right. Yeah. So when I heard you say this is the dream, I think this was like longer than a three-week goal. Dream. Yeah, this is a life dream. Right. No, I, 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 I'm it's sorry not... that your life is so narrow in scope, I guess is what I'm saying. It's not so You're much a dream as, out... as a thing that would be super fun to do. Okay, yeah, he said like the dream, like oh, okay, here's his here's his five year plan. It's like no, I'm gonna go punk on some chumps. It might take like a month and a half. Right. I don't know. No, it's you know it's 
every <laughs> the dream is to hop around cities. Oh, every- you're gonna be a drifter, uh-huh. and you're gonna you're gonna be like a frisbee shark. Right, exactly. Right. No money. Okay. But I just gold medals, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, see, it's nice that maybe I won't be the brokest one in the friendship. But see, if I did this, if I did the <laughs> building websites thing, and like. Right you know, actually committed to it instead of whatever I do, then I'd probably make a lot of money and it would be very easy for me to hop around cities. You can do mm. that work remotely. That's, he already does, right? Yes, yes. It's all, it's all remote. Well, but, fuck me. Will do. I mean, I'm, I just feel like that's a title that you wish to remain holding. And I don't want to unseat you because you're my friend. Right. No, I feel like I'm going to eat out of the trash no matter how much money I make. Fine. Man of the do that. Yeah. Pretty pretty excited for school to start up again. Going to be finding a lot more ground food, I feel like. Are you making friends with the freshmen? No. That's the school? Are you going to? Are you going to try? No. I have, like, one friend out here, and that that's good enough. You should make some college friends. You should no. relive the glory years. I tried, kind of. I, I told Sam about all the hilarious parties that I went to. They weren't really hilarious. I'd show up, and everybody would be fucking dumb, stupid, screaming drunk. And then the cops would show up, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm 21, and I don't live here, so bye. <laughs> and then they would let me go. And then the next day, my friends would be like, that was a crazy party. I was like, yeah, I guess, bro. Cool. How many parties would you say you went to? Five. Okay, how many would did you go to at Allegheny? Five, six, right? <laughs> I mean, like, parties that you didn't know almost all the people. Uh, Freshman year, him and Rainer were doing that shit every weekend. Yeah, and, and then and then I joined the friend group, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys, let's stay in and play Super Smash Bros. And yeah. it was all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's very true, Samuel. Before I had a place to just park my lazy ass, I had to go out with Rainer and try to socialize. Yeah, and then I improved everyone's life. I'm just saying, Tyler, you're close to meeting your next Sam. Sam 2.0. I'm not going to have another Sam. Well, keep your, keep your heart open. Hopefully I'm going to be out of here in, like, a semester. <laughs> that's what I thought, Tyler. <laughs> that I thought. Yeah, that's true. Well, the nice thing about this is if you can kind of, in a way, lap him, Dip, if you can spend fewer semesters to get two degrees than he spent to get one. Right, right. What degree are you pursuing? Uh, environmental education and interpretation. Like what? Uh, is bachelor's degree? No, it's like it's like technically like graduate stuff, but it's not like a master's. Okay, that's. I think I'm still con- I'm still confused. That's fair. Yeah, you're dumb, dude. <laughs> Do you understand what the degree is? Uh, it's a certificate, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So let's just calm down with the laughing, okay? Okay, I'll take my post back back up. You know, I I did a semester online through Oregon State because I couldn't find a job, and then I found a job and I dropped out. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. But I was on track to get my second degree in a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I was on track to get my first degree in four years. That doesn't, <laughs> you can't make the claim you were on track to do something as a brag and then fucking tell me that I wasn't on track. Well, the thing is, I have a 100% success rate finishing degrees on time. No, you don't. 
You dropped out. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just said that. Well, Dude, I have a fifty percent, and you have a zero, so I'm doing better no, than you. I've never, Sam. I've never dropped out. I have a hundred percent success rate no, when I, pursuing the degree. I said finishing on time. Finishing on time. Is one of the whitest arguments I've ever heard. <laughs> well, you're talking to three white Jews. So you know, anyway. I I think that. Uh, John Mayer is better than Dave Matthews, and you guys can't take that away from me. Hey, we all agree. Sam, we all agree on that. Oh, okay. Your body is a wonderland. I actually yeah. don't I don't know either of their bodies of work well enough to actually have an opinion. John Mayer said that his penis was like a white supremacist. In what respect? He said that he didn't have any problem with black ladies. He just didn't want to sleep with them because his penis was a white supremacist. Oh, no. Huh. Yeah. Kind of confronting your own racism. But not, but in a in a joke way where you're like, but it's fine. Yeah, it's pretty weird, huh? I'm racist, but it's like, what if I tell a joke? Then it's funny. (laughs) Like my balls, though, you guys. Yeah, you know what else is a joke? (laughs) No, please tell me. I've never heard of a joke joke before. (laughs) You guys, you can't just be quiet when I ask you something. Like, you don't have to be an asshole about it. Like, if I was just like, hey, Jed, hey, Jed, what did you do the other day? And you just gave me blank silence, I would sound equally as fucking stupid as when you don't say anything when I'm doing these goddamn segues. Tell me, Tyler, I'm super excited. I was racking my brain if I could find one other instance of a joke that I encountered in my life so that I could honestly respond to your question. There's something about chickens and roads, I think. I hate you guys so much. But that's a That's a fable. I think you're thinking ah, fuck. Crazy. You're totally right. Jesus Christ. The moral of this story is not to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the... What article are you segueing to seamlessly? I was trying to talk about from mirror.co.uk. I was going to say the mirror is a joke because it's a trash magazine. Oh, okay. Um, revolutionary magic beer glass creates a whirlpool to create the perfect pint. What? Why? Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. Because, you know, I thought, I, I was like, man, I was really mean to those guys. Let me just chum the waters so they can get back at me by mispronouncing a simple beer word on our simple beer podcast. Uh. Man, this is, you saying pint instead of pint is my favorite thing since you and Rainer dancing to uh, the the remix of the Baker Bake Pretty Cake song on a mattress and you both fell down. <laughs> I just listened to that song for the first time in like five years driving to work. Still and funny. I was like, wow, it's funny, but like, that's very sexual. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I guess I should have realized when he talked about grabbing some dude's dick. But, <laughs> yeah. Grab this dick. It's yours, bitch. <laughs> Anywho, this article is just, just ridiculous. From its clickbait headline all the way through. The first sentence is, British brewers say they have invented the holy grail of beer glasses that will guarantee a perfect pint every time. <laughs> you know who the British brewers are? Wait, Molson it... Coors. Oh. I, I thought you were talking about it was going to be S.A.B. Miller. Molson Coors? Okay. I thought Molson was Canadian. Yeah. So, I'm like, and I thought Coors was American. About? Dude, he's, they have their, their, their R&D is done in England. Everyone knows this. Okay. And apparently they've they've named the glass the Cobra Smooth Pour glass uh. <laughs> in honor of the firm's famous UK made Indian lager. This is Wait, where do you Oh wow. This is soup soup dumb. So so they're just saying it's the shape of the glass makes it so it pours perfectly? Yes. 
Because this picture looks like a standard issue, a standard issue pint glass. Well, hey, you know what? Your mouth looks like you can fit a standard issue my cock glass. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Well, that one is just from Getty Images, so that might be a standard pint glass. Why wouldn't they have a picture of their glass, the dumb fucks? What the hell? Right. Well, I, like I was trying to tell you before you ruthlessly interrupted me, <laughs> this is a joke website, magazine, newspaper, media form. Do you think that I'm not going to finish that thought? Sweet. Sweet. I've, learned, I've learned Kyler's lesson. <laughs> okay. That hurts. <laughs> um, pictures of pine glasses that are... Neither one are a picture of the glass that they're referring to. Is that yeah. what it's like? That's and like, those two pictures are of different glasses. They sure mean. are. Yeah. Surely there must be a picture of this somewhere on the internet. Maybe oh. it's intellectual property, so they can't. Google like, search the Cobra smooth pour glass. I tell you, you Cobra space, it autofills smooth pour glass. Really? Uh, images. Could be. Don't try, though. Could be. Oh, I found it. I found it. Oh, it's looks like the Olympic torch, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Sam, Google this. I, I oh, googled it. There's actually a uh, there's actually um, a little like a diagram, like you, a blueprint. No, no, no. But like in the glass, it's not smooth. It's actually there's yeah. like a little trench of sorts. My favorite is the ad here that says the new Cobra smooth pour glass made of science. <laughs> See, what I really like is it says three steps to a scientifically smoother pour, align, angle, and activate. So what it's saying is you have to put the glass against the tap, you have to angle it so it's not straight up and down, and then you pull on the tap, which is uh-huh. currently how I pour a pint, <laughs> and it works fine. So right. I'm not sure that this glass is this, really what's going on here. You don't have this sweet engraved fluid channel, though. It's like it's like some minor rifling, but I don't... Yeah. Like also, I feel like... I don't think this could work on anything but a tap. Like if you just tried to pour your beer from a bottle into here, I don't think it would line up right. Does it My plug question. into something? I think this would would work fine with a bottle. You think so? Maybe I I just got those shaky Parkinson hands. Oh. Okay. No, this would not work with a bottle. Like, are you saying pouring the bottle into the fluid channel? Yes. This is not designed for that. That's what I was thinking. Wait, is it supposed to hook up? I don't know. I've never used one of these. I know as much as you do. This is this is so dumb and frustrating. If you scroll down a little, though, you see a picture of Tina Fey. What's Tina that's Fey true. up to? I don't know. I think that's there. Oh, what's up, Tina Fey? I found you. Oh, it's part of the... That article does link to this... <laughs> that picture does lead us to uh, the World Smoothest Glass article. So. Do you guys want to play weird. a game where you pick something to Google and you Google it and then you scroll until you find Tina Fey? Yeah, I think we're just gonna see a bunch of cocks first. Uh, yeah, probably. So I wonder, I wonder when this glass is gonna go global and we'll all be drinking from the Cobra smooth pour glass. I mean, I have to imagine that they're gonna try and get these in bars, like give them out to bars for free to to promote the product. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see these. I was going to say we should do our first ever video segment where we um, test to see if it smashes the same way as regular pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> we unbox it, and then we l- immediately smash it onto the ground. I'm okay with this. I like this idea. Yeah. You know, All right. 
get into some different media. Yeah. Yeah. Old paradigms will no longer be the same. Do you think beer manufacturers will stop jerking themselves off? Like, is there ever going to be a point where it'll end? And is this and follow up question? Is this podcast an extension of that? Uh, no and yes in that order. Yeah, agreed, agreed. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, as long as we're all on the same page, we yeah, do. yeah. Oh dear me, that's that's too bad. I haven't really done anything this week, unfortunately. You guys, no, uh, nothing. Well, one of one of my pet rats died last Sunday, oh, so it's yeah. been kind of a, a tough week. I'm sorry, man. It's all right. I appreciate it. Um, how's Becca doing? Uh, you know, okay. She hasn't really had animals before, so it's tough, you know. I have. It's never easy, but, like, at least I know how to deal with it a little bit, you know. So, that's not funny at all. Oh, know? no. None of that is amusing to talk about. But, uh, I really just haven't done anything that fun, you know. Uh, do you, would it help, kind of, with the mood if I told you about the wacky adventure I had late Thursday night? Probably. Yeah, alright, so... So it's Thursday night, technically Friday morning, because it's like 2 or 3 in the morning. And I was asleep, because I had work the next day. And I woke up with extreme chest pain. And Uh-oh. kind of was like, it felt a little bit like how how your abdomen feels when you're super duper constipated. And so it's like, do I just have to poop and it's all the way up here? So I went and sat on the toilet for a while and nothing happened. And it's just still hurt, like, like it was getting worse and worse. And I, like, stumble out of the bathroom and kind of just collapsed on the floor. And, uh... <laughs> Reassuringly. And, right. And just started screaming because it was maybe the most pain I've ever been in. And three seconds had to get out of bed and, like, just, like, pet me, kind of? Because that was all that helped. So I guess I had a panic attack, which I was really surprised can happen at night. But when I Googled panic attack, the first thing that came up when I typed panic attack into Google, like, the first suggestion was at night, so I guess it's more common than I thought. So, yeah, it felt just like what I imagined a heart attack would feel like, and television has told me that that's what panic attacks feel like, and also they have a, they give you a sense of impending doom, which I definitely had, but I think that's because I thought I was dying. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like a an existential thing. It was like literally like something is very very wrong with me that this is happening. Right, right, right. What do you think triggered that? Uh, it's it's work stuff. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, wow. so it's not like you said you were asleep. So it's not, not... like that just happened to people where they're like living stress free lives and they just have panic attacks. Well, I I would not say that I'm living a stress free life, but it's not. It's not like, I feel like what would happen in a movie is, like, I would find out that my parent had just died and then start having a panic attack, because that's dramatic. It was really just, maybe I had a stress dream. I don't have any recollection of a dream, but, like, you know, it's hard to count that out. But I, I really just woke up, and it was already happening. So you were having a panic attack, and you, so I'm, you know, assuming it feels similar to a heart attack... Which, I've never had a heart attack, but from what I understand, it feels similar, and it, I mean, it was extreme chest pain, and, like, a tightness, and, it, like, it really just felt like someone had a vice around my chest and was squeezing. How did you not go to the hospital? Because every time Three Stacks said, I'm gonna call an ambulance, I said, no, 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 I'm fine. Just keep petting me. 
You idiot. You're a huge idiot. No, it's I. It's because I've, like, despite the fact that I was kind of in the moment, it's not like it was a snap decision. Like, this took about an hour to, mm-hmm. to fully subside. And so I had plenty of time to think about it. Like, I sat on the toilet for, like, five or ten minutes before... I came back out and it really, really hit me. So I had plenty of time to think about it and I was like, this, you know, extreme chest pain, my first thought is heart attack. And then I thought, well, I've seen enough movies and TV to tell me that if you feel like having a heart attack and you're not sure you're having a heart attack, it might be a panic attack. So you should think of whether or not you're having a panic attack. And I thought, well, I'm a perfect example of a person who should and could have a panic attack and... I'm symptomatic, so this has got to be a panic attack. And you, there's no reason to go to a hospital if you're having a panic attack. You're going to die. You're the first one to die in the movies. Like, <laughs> that scary noise is nothing. It's probably a little fawn. Right. Jesus Christ. Well, so, I'm glad you, it wasn't a heart attack. I'm glad you're okay. No, like, I, I eat much better than I did in college. I'm, like, my cardiovascular health is fine. Like, uh-huh. it's not an issue. But I, I do have a lot of stress, so it a panic attack makes perfect sense. Well, so, cut that out. Yeah, wow. so uh, I've kind of been working on that, like trying to de-stress my life. It was, I took I took a sick day the next day, kind of just like, if if it's work that's stressing me out, then this totally counts, and didn't, didn't go to work. Stayed home and watched Adventure Time most of the day. I think that that helped a lot. But now oh, I'm like boy. scared to go to sleep, which is not a great feeling. Welcome, welcome to my life. But I'm scared to go to sleep. I don't know. I just am. Listen, you have to earn it, all right? You don't get to join my club just because you want to. You're joining my club, motherfucker. <laughs> Jed, is it because you t- you slept so much in college you feel like now it's out to get you? No, it was worse in college. But, but you but you slept so much. No, he didn't yeah. sleep that much in college. He just slept during the day all the time in college. Oh, yeah. okay. When we lived together when he was in Madison for a few months, like his sleep schedule was so fucked that it fucked my sleep schedule a little bit. There were times that I would be going to work and he hadn't gone to bed yet. There are many times that that happened, yeah. But I like that the, <laughs> I like the, tr- the genuine try of like, Maybe there's just shit clogging. Yeah. I mean, like, it, the closest maybe. the closest thing that I had to having felt that before was the worst constipation of my life. And it was like right. the worst constipation of my life if it migrated up nine inches. So I was like, okay. I'm, I may as well give this to old college and try and shit this out. <laughs> and, and I forgot that you had real constipation. Well, yeah. Like- well, it's because my diet was just the worst in college. And it, it was a situation. But yeah. like... When I was, like, on the ground, writhing in pain, three sacks doing her best to comfort me, I would, like, feel a fart coming and be like, I'm going to fart and everything's going to be better. This is going to be, this fart is going to take three minutes and then I'm going to fall right asleep <laughs> like I just came. And I would, I would fart and it wouldn't feel any better. It was just a regular fart and I'd be like, no, that was supposed to be it. Wow. Well, I'm happy you survived through that. Pretty nuts. That's no fun. So I think I'm going to tell my boss tomorrow why I was out on Friday, and just be like, so maybe, like, come on. Just, <laughs> can you, though? Please, though? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I support that. I have some much more positive content, if you want. Uh, let's stay in this, let's stay in this area. The negative yeah, the sphere? Yeah. yeah. What What negative things do you have to bring to the table, Jed? Right, I'm trying to think. You guys had such good stories. Such sad stories. Yeah. What's sad? I didn't mean to try to one-up you or anything, by the way, Tyler. I was kind of just trying to... I, I that's, don't think you one-up me. You're still alive. That Yeah, no. I, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to be like, 
it's you're you're in a psychological psychologically bad situation oh, so okay. it was it's really more of a commiserating type of a thing right right yeah right. tyler would like to stress that you didn't one up him you still no you're right you you are the winner great job <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't top that. Actually, but when, nothing... but when, oh boy, in ten years when Barley dies, I'm gonna spike it right in your face. <laughs> That'll show you, Tyler. You <laughs> will. You'll get me. <laughs> I'm so sad now. <laughs> okay. Get out on campers. This is so hard. <laughs> uh, well, that probably happens for real. And anyways. <laughs> Sam, switch to that. You you were gonna bring up a happy thing. Let's just yeah let's yeah. I, I got you. Cut. So perhaps contributing to the stress situation. Thursday <laughs> evening, when I got home, I went to close my garage door and it broke, <laughs> and I spent an hour and a half trying to fix it and made it substantially worse. <laughs> and I was never gonna fix it because one of the cables was broken. So it's the kind of thing where you can't fix it without a new part. But I was just trying to align it and uh, just. Every everything fucked. So I was supposed to go to the Wisconsin State Fair this weekend, but the earliest they could get a repair guy in was when I was gonna go. So three stacks went without me, and that's fine. It's kind of her more her thing than mine anyway. But she brought back a couple of things that I think would make good content. I'm gonna call her up here to to help me out with reviewing these. I have two beer based candies. Okay. So let me let me grab her real quick. I sure hope these reviews are good because that build-up was mostly still sad. Yeah, right. That was the. I was deprived thing. of doing a thing I wanted to do. Don't hey, you guys hey, feel guys. better now? What's he yelling about? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> See what I mean? Oh, I've dude. just been being. I've just been being really mean to people to deal with my own sadness. Yeah. This is such a depressing episode. This candy better be fucking good, or it's gonna be a whole thing. Uh, well, let's let's start with the one that I'm pretty sure will be bad, so that the one that might be good can uh, be the follow up. Um, three sex. Hi. Yeah. So three sex got these. I appreciate it. Three sex, and I I she's more of a kind of sort of candy, so I think she might have better things to say about this. Our first product there there are two. Our first is from Sprecker. This is hopped up nuts. Uh, <laughs> Not. This is India Pale Ale coated pecans. That sounds okay. I I just I don't know how the hops are gonna go. Like it it seems like it's you know it's a candied thing and it's yeah. being bitter, so I don't know if it's gonna play. Here you go. I I think this will be okay. So let me try and get as much crunching on Mike as I can. Oh please do. Oh, you're very soft. <laughs> is not spelled with an S or a Z. S. Oh, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can tell a '90s kid. <laughs> you haven't told them the wedding hashtag, have you? Oh. What I'm still trying to get you to not do. I don't know if you heard that. What? So, here's the thing. I don't know if you guys have been to weddings recently, but this is a thing you have to do. You have to. Have Why a- do you say that? Did you just say that to me to be mean? Yeah. You what? have to have a personalized hashtag. I don't get it. So, okay. ge- so generally, it's like, so the idea is when people post to Twitter and Instagram great pictures of their experience at your wedding, you know, it's like, hashtag Dan and Ann 2015, because Dan and Ann got married in 2015. Okay. But I don't want it to be like, bus and stacks 2017, which is what it would be. Why? Why not? Because uh, the hashtag that I've concocted is a billion times better. 
It's uh, D's Nupts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why. Now, Tyler, you can explain the joke to Jed off air if you want, because he doesn't seem to get it. I get it. But... If he, no, Jed, if you got it, you'd be laughing. <laughs> but of course, you're going to have to spell D's Nupts with two Z's. Oh, absolutely. Wait, two Z's, like, right, right. D-E-E-Z-N-U-P-T-Z. Yeah. D's is spelled with a Z. Already, so, yeah. Yeah, so that's not really. Um, and Nups, I guess, is spelled with a T? Would that be a T? Can you, somebody help this man. Well, no, let's just talk about this candy. Three sex, you, you start us off. Make sure to lean in, because you're a little far away and you talk really quiet. Oh, goodness, I have to start? Okay, I guess. That's... Mm, too quiet. I'm gonna move, so I'm move the mic right to you. So I guess I I liked these more than I expected, but Sam is gonna be very disappointed because the you get a tiny bit of IPA flavor, but mostly it just tastes like candy and pecans or pecans because also because I'm a southern boy. Um, pecans. But not not. Yeah, you get you get a little bit of hop. Which is kind of nice. It's not. It keeps it from being overly sweet. But it. If I didn't know that it was supposed to be an IPA candy coating, I would just be like, "Huh, they did something weird to these." So three sex said the hops keep it from being overly sweet, and I would review this first and foremost as overly sweet. <laughs> there, you, there is a little bit of hoppiness, but it's it's pretty negligible. Like if this just was candied pecans, I'd be like, "Yeah, this is candied pecans, sure." Like, I actually like these a lot more than I expected to, but it's, the fact that it says IPA on here is total nonsense. Also, I'm not even sure that Sprecher makes an IPA, so it's kind of weird. The second one is, oh, this is going to be super loud to open. You didn't rate. Oh, I rated, uh, uh, I ate three pecans, so I'll give it a three out of three for having been pecans. (laughs) This is Sprecher handcrafted beer caramels made with Russian Imperial Stout. So that also just, sounds good. You got that, three sex. So this is the one that I, I think has a lot of potential. This is going to be super chewy. It's going to take us 45 minutes to eat these. While you're chewing it, I'll ask the question. Are you going to take three sacks last name? Because I really like the alliteration there. Uh, no. Okay, consider it. I think the plan is for her to take my last name so that she has the exact same name as my sister. Because that'll be super <laughs> fun. Nice. So, uh, Three Stacks is just going to assume her identity or something like that? Let's hope that. guys ever need to go on the lam? Actually, that could have... There's a use case there. So, I've kind of a similar review for this one, where well, it doesn't taste that much like the beer. It just tastes like delicious candy. <laughs> this is a really good caramel. I don't get, like, maltiness or any kind of flavor I would expect out of a stout in here. It just tastes like a caramel. Mm. Well... But the I worst love thing. caramels, so I'm totally cool with it. Three Stacks is nodding. I don't know if that means she's a, she. Do you have nothing to say? She's still <laughs> nodding. For all you know, yeah. she's not even here anymore. But she is. She's nodding. I was chewing. What? She was chewing. She didn't want to talk. Oh. I had just talked with my mouth full like that a whole time. Classic. Yep. So thank you very much, Three Stacks, for bringing these back from the state fair, and but more importantly for bringing the uh, uh, cream puffs back from the state fair. They're unbelievable. It's a whole situation in our refrigerator right now. I'm going to die. Uh, so, are they beer cream puffs or just cream puffs, cream puffs? They're just cream puffs. It's not, for the most part, it's not a beer themed event. 
Oh, okay. It's just a state fair. Ah, I see. Well, do you guys want to do an article? Uh, it seems that we should. So let's do another silly glass article. This one, okay, from geek.com. This smart glass earns you free beer. So I should preface headline... this, Tyler. Uh, we talked before we were actually recording about how uh, one of these articles we kind of already talked about. Uh-huh. Um, so last week, Boris, Zach, and I talked about the smart glass. This is a oh. different article about the smart glass, and I think that we might have different things to say, but I just, like, for our avid listener named Mary's sister. <laughs> yeah, I know, we talked about this last week, but we're going to talk about it again because I feel like there's more to say. Okay, interesting. So this, I actually feel like, possibly has some potential, although it's got big hurdles ahead of it. This is a beer glass made by a company called Glassify that has uh, a PCB. I'm not sure what that is. A little little electrical gadget that can transfer information between things, essentially. And so the idea is you get this glass and you go out to a place and you use it to get a certain beer. They pour the beer, The uh, I guess the chip in your glass communicates with the chip in the tap, and it's like, hey, you got, I don't know, like, arrogant bastard. And then Stone's computer sees this, and they're like, hey, man, we got another beer we want you to try. So they send you, like, a free coupon through this app. And so you get, like, uh, maybe a half off another Stone or a free Stone or something like that. And it sounds like a cool idea to me. But, again, like, are they going to give a bunch of these out to bars? Like, how much infrastructure has to go into this? So that was my main comment last time was my my understanding was this would be for uh, commercial sales so that I as a consumer would buy one of these glasses and then have to bring it to a bar, which seems weird, and also demand that my beer be poured into it, which also seems weird. And so, so realistically, I wouldn't do that. I would... Make three stacks, put my glass in her purse, and then order beers, and then take my glass out of her purse and scan it. And, and like, I'm not even sure how the scanning process works. Right, how does it like, know it, what I'm it drinking? Can't just, it can't just tell what beer you're getting. Like, yeah, it's not a that, fucking molecular reader, you know? Right. So it still has to be triggered by something else, which is what I'm tap, confused tap about. To, yeah, the tap. Yeah, the tap would have to have some sort of reader on it, or like a little chip, so you could like quickly scan it or something. Yeah. But what if it's what if it's a bottle? Are you gonna have a QR code on the bottle or the can? Maybe actually. Mm. But but that still is weird because then what if you scan the bottle, pour water into your glass? Yeah, you just scan it like eight times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you could just be like, "Oh yeah, we got a pitcher," and I can pass my glass around the whole bar and everyone can get a coupon for whatever. Right. Right. And 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 really the the bigger thing is if you're going to if you're going to do this right, that means passing your glass over the bar to the bartender and saying, "No, no, no, fill this one up." <laughs> and yeah. so I only bartended for one day because even though I applied to be a bartender at the bar I worked at, I was uh, they shoved me into the kitchen so no one could see my ugly face. But I, I did have to tend bar once because my coworker's kid had a seizure. So I went and tended bar and uh, did a really shitty job. But if someone had passed their glass to me and been like, fill this up, I would have been like, I'm not sure I'm supposed to do that. That seems weird. Right, right. It well, seems like, like the health... reasons. Yeah, like, the health inspector would have something to say. on there and you're just rubbing well, it all over the tap. I believe I said anthrax when we talked about this last week. But yeah, same deal. Okay. Well, because of the way the chip reader works, 
since the only way you could get this information, like what you were drinking, would have to be through the bartender, like otherwise you would just scam, like game the system completely. Yeah. Then I think whatever other issues with the glass being handed to the bartender, those would all those would have to be addressed, obviously, because the bartender already knows they have to like scan this and do this bullshit. So there's actually a line here that Three Sex just pointed out to me. Request a smart glass, and the bartender writes information about the beer you're drinking when it's poured, and the PCB passes that information to the Glassify app when you tap the glass on your phone. But I guess at that point, why even have the glass? Why not just do something with the app? Yeah, why not just enter the information into your phone? Why even have this app? Why not just integrate untapped with this weird system because you have to have the bartender verify it or something yeah yeah you have to have someone that's working partially you know obviously the bartender would have to be getting paid or the bar would have to be getting some compensation for having their bartenders fucking write out slight yeah no bartender is gonna want to do that it's like oh you want me to do extra steps in my work for no more money for me or my institution. That's I, sweet. I have 35 well, tables and you want me to write some pseudocode for you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm super into Yeah, why that. wouldn't they just do it with RFID tags on the tab? Uh, like, I feel like we were thinking even more future than these people were. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's it been was, great talking to, to separate people about it because uh, we're bringing up a lot of negative points that we didn't bring up last week when they were all negative points. <laughs> that sucks well it's all going to be more work for the bartender and I'm sure that a bartender would be plenty happy to get I mean 50 cents is a shit ton but if they were getting 50 cents every time they wrote one of these things out uh, which may be how this shit has to launch you know like they are giving bartenders like pretty big compensation for every one of these that they're able to do. It would be cheaper like, for them to install the RFIDs or, or barcodes on the tap yeah. handles. Well, what if, well, the tap, you know, the, you know, the blue moon one is some, some one that comes to mind, like that big blue moon, like the design for it, you know, what, whatever factory ships those out, it wouldn't be easy, but like, I assume you could just, you know, you make a bunch of those and you send those to the bars that accept. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. I, I don't think the installation installation would be a bigger deal than anything where you're like, you know, getting places to do no. something new. It, installing if, a tap handle takes 30 seconds. Right. So that wouldn't be a big deal. But if the launch was, it would have to be like city. It'd have to be like, okay, fucking Madison is getting this new thing. And 20 bars in Madison have signed up to do this. So, I think so then, every bar in Madison is what you're saying? I don't know. Well, yeah, eyes, I mean, it would be hard to do it first. if there was like one bar that was accepting it, you know? It's like yeah. you go out to this one bar and you might get a coupon, you know, that you could maybe use at some other point at this one place. I would forget to use the fucking coupon anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like it has to be pretty widespread to work well. Right. Unless the coupon was like a free beer, then you'd right. probably remember that. Well, not Sam, because he's the Donald Trump of money. Right. He's the Donald Trump of money. I'm not doing so well over here, okay? It's been a hard week. You know, you, like- you, you are having a rough week, buddy. Pour yourself a pint. You'll feel better. Just going to kill myself. No, that's too far. That's too far. Let's walk that one back. Yeah, we've, we've had enough conversations today about psychological disorders and, yeah. and how that's rough on everyone. 
walk that one back. Yeah. I like, I like that you often have a very negative. Whenever I joke about killing myself, you're always like too far, too far. But I half my jokes would be about killing myself if I thought it was more acceptable on this podcast. But <laughs> I'm just, I don't know, man. It's never. Uh... Well, really, the bigger thing is the sponsors don't like it. Right, Huggies can't have me killing myself oh, during so their episode. Oh, so glad you said that. I was about to say Pampers. It was Huggies, you're right. That doesn't look good for the kids. No, it I've never it worked. I've never worked in a sponsorship program such as this one. The only sponsorship program I've worked in is the AA one. Uh, come on with this. <laughs> Dip, we were supposed to do the whole thing about uh, telling him that it's a swear-free show now, but each of us have cussed ten times, and I'm not sure he has yet, so I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> I have not sworn. We were gonna, we were gonna try to trick you into thinking that we were a clean show now and get on your case the first time you swore. But I said, dropped the f bomb like three seconds into the program. So <laughs> I don't, I at don't least you didn't say fecal fun. weapon in the first sixty seconds like Zach did last week. <laughs> Candle night is that what we're doing, Sam? Now can we have a no swearing? No, that won't even be funny because we're not funny anyways. But it won't <laughs> even be funny because we don't swear enough or. I think you know. we swear as much as the brothers do in a, in an average episode. Maybe. I think I think the comical thing about Candle Lights is the the trouble they have not swearing. And I think we would have that same trouble. The bigger yeah, one also, though was when they had to call Griffin Chaz and and Justin <laughs> was like, "If you if you don't call him by his new name, I'm going to disconnect the Skype call." And he <laughs> the first time Travis did it, and he just hung up. And the second time, he did it and caught himself. Like, oh, that was me, and just hung up. Yeah. Oh, so well, good. Also, once we get uh, sponsored by Extreme Restraints, it'll also be a comical episode when we can't swear or talk dirty at all. Wait, excuse me? Isn't that, like, some S&M gear? Well, it's it not just S&M gear. S&M gear. It's, it's, a, it's a sex shop that's online. Yeah, oh. it's, it's butt plugs, it's dildos. It's oh, cheap. excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm well learned. It's well, but the but the the joke is that they were a longtime sponsor of this other podcast, and once a year they do a clean episode. So they had to justify all of these porn items as like non-porn items because it was supposed to be a family show. Yeah, that's very silly. It was very silly indeed. Let's stop talking about podcasts that are better than ours because we could do that all goddamn day. Okay, <laughs> let's do our last article then, and then maybe get out of here. Yeah, sure. From the Washington Post, which is a much more reputable site than we usually source, amid deal with Anheuser-Busch, Craft Brewery gets kicked out of its own festival. In Virginia, there is a fairly well-known brew festival called Devil's Backbone Base Camp Brew Pub. I, no, nope, that's not it. That's where it is. It's at the Devil's Backbone it's, it's Base Camp Brew Pub. It's the Virginia Craft Brewers Fest. Right, that's what it is. That's what it is. But Some it was started by this... Well, it was it was kind of started by this brewery, Devil's Backbone, when, in 2012. Oh, I thought this was long ago. Never mind. I don't really care that it much anymore. It says the 5th Virginia Craft Brewers Fest. Well, it's the you know third what? line of the article. Well, I thought it was longer than that. In any case, I don't think that is the point of the article. The point of the article is this company, Devil's Backbone, which was instrumental in starting this fest, uh, recently sold a controlling stake to Anheuser-Busch. And obviously there's been a lot of backlash, as there is every time a craft brewery sells to a bigger brewery. But part of the backlash here is that this brew fest that Devil's Backbone's involved in has some rules about, you know, how big you have to be, or small, I guess, you have to be to compete. 
And now that they've been sold to AB, uh, they are too big to compete in their own brewfest. So they're counted as a macro, or just they're too big? Yeah, no, they're counted as a macro. And so they're being locked out. Like, I guess they can still attend, but they can't compete, like, in the prestigious contests, you know? Well, well that makes like sense. That. Theoretically, if Anheuser-Busch knew how to make good beer, they would have plenty of resources at their disposal to help them, which yeah. is kind of counter to the spirit of the contest. I think so, too. I think you should just be celebrating the best beer. And if AB wants to enter and show everybody how bad they are, that's on them, you know? And and my guess is Devil's Backbone probably was good for them to get this big. Yeah. And maybe still are. Yeah. I don't know. It just it seems unnecessary to me. Like, I understand we don't like when our favorite breweries sell to mega corporations. you know? We're worried about the quality. We're worried about where our money is now going. But I don't think it's any reason to just spite this company. But what if there was a situation with voters getting bought by AB, which is a thing that could totally happen? Voters? I, I imagine someone's got to be voting in this competition. Oh. Like, oh, judges. I, oh, 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 okay. I see. Yeah, I mean, I guess. They have, they have compared to your average microbrew infinite resources. Sure. Yeah, it would cause, okay. It would, it would be chump change to buy this contest. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. That's certainly a possibility. I think it's unlikely, but I guess I can see where you're coming from. That's a little bit of conspiracy theory nonsense, but I thought it was, you know, worth mentioning. I guess so, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't feel the need to shut them out like that. Like, I think it makes sense if talking about, you know, who's a microbrew, who's a macrobrew when it comes to, say, regulation, you know, taxing, stuff like that. But just for these contests... For me personally, I think that you should just let whoever wants to be in go in, and I think the real winners will come out either way. Well, look at it this way. If if there was a D3 school that suddenly became D1-sized and through some wacky technicality were allowed to remain D3 and dominated the competition, everyone would get super-duper mad about that. Yeah, but that's not what's going on here, though. Like, Not yet. I don't think... No, what's going on here is... It's a local art show to ta- to show what Pittsburgh artists are like, and then the most famous artist from Pittsburgh of all time comes and puts his art there. I don't know why it's you what... need to say Pittsburgh when you could have said Virginia, which is what this article's about, but your point no, is I still... No, I feel what you're saying. Well, yeah, I was I just it. saying I'm in Pittsburgh. But it's like, I mean, the woman that I think runs it, she's uh, Brewers Association's craft beer program director says these companies no longer face the same issues of access to market, access to money, and other things. So it's like, you know, yeah, the best beer, let the best beer win, that's fine, but AB doesn't need more advertisement. They, you know, these smaller breweries do. So once a um, brewery gets the backing of AB, then it's like, okay, well, then let's focus on these other breweries that don't have the backing of a giant corporation. It's mm-hmm. kind of like giving a scholarship that's intended for black students to a white kid. You can't do, you can't do that. The whole point is to level the playing field. I mean, yeah, I guess I'll accept that argument more readily than the, the previous one. Yeah, well, I'm better at arguing than Jed is. No, no. I was I, talking about Jed's argument rather than your original argument. Fuck. You turn. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, you're, you just gave an example of what I said. That's what you <laughs> thought he was siding with, your example. I'm going to manage to cut this together so it sounds like I'm great. <laughs> or or the uh-huh. whole episode is just going to be Tyler saying pint on repeat. 
You guys all suck. Yep. I'm going to get a pint of your blood. Speaking of <laughs> sucking, uh, why don't you tell me about your beer? Okay. Uh, to remind everybody, I had Prairie Artisan Ales Standard, a hoppy farmhouse ale. It's not really a hoppy farmhouse ale. It's certainly a farmhouse ale, though. It's got some Belgian-y type spices in there without being the main note. Tastes a little bit weedy, and I definitely get some kind of citric limey flavors from those hops that they were talking about. So I'm not blown away, but I'm not disappointed. I would give this probably like a, I'll give it its ABV of five six. I think this is a pretty pretty standard beer, like the like the name says. It's kind of an everyday, easy drinking dealio. Doesn't really stand out but I appreciate the kind of limey flavor in there. And I would recommend this to people who, I don't know, are just hanging out on a nice day. It's a, it's a pretty easy-drinking kind of simple beer. All right. That sounded, that sounded pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, didn't blow me away, but it didn't disappoint. How about you sucking down the last bit there, Jed? I actually kind of like this beer. I had Yard's Brawler, again, is 4.2%. I don't know. I'm trying to get back into it. I've been drinking a lot of Icy Light, which is <laughs> my favorite beer now. No questions asked. And so I can't really critique this as well. It's a little heavier, like a like stronger flavor, but it doesn't have a harsh finish. Like it's pretty smooth finish, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was very easy to drink. So that was cool. It's 4.2%. So in my mind, I'm like 4.2% should always be pretty easy to drink. Yeah. But but, uh, it's yeah, probably it's the same nice ABV as I see light. Probably higher, right? I see light's probably just... right around four. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I don't really know who I'd recommend this to right now because I guess casual drinkers, maybe? <laughs> You're a total know. casual. I see I light know. is 4.15%. So it just barely is edged out by <laughs> Brawler. Both the lower, like I said. Right. Yeah, I feel like the only suggestion I give to people is this one or the only type of people that I suggest beers to is if I like a beer, I'm like people that may want to try something newer <laughs> that like they drink a lot of beer. So yeah, I don't know. I, I rate this a 6.9, 6.9. Yeah. 6.9. All right. Samuel Ginsburg. Yeah. Uh, I had what about your whack ass beer. I had new Holland dragon's milk reserve bourbon barrel stat with raspberry lemon. 11% ABV. Party. So this didn't taste much like raspberry or lemon or really bourbon barrel. It kind of barely tasted like dragon's milk, honestly. I don't, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't really feel like... I kind of expected it to be like dragon's milk, but a little different. Instead, it kind of came through a little bit more like a brown than like a really rich stout like I'm used to from dragon's mm. milk. It makes, it makes me feel like it's less like they took an existing recipe and added some elements to it and just completely made a new recipe and, and slapped this label on it. The, the one impressive thing is that 11% definitely does not taste like 11%, but really it, there wasn't that much of this fruit flavor. There wasn't that much of the bourbon flavor. So I, I kind of feel thrown for a loop by this. It tastes a little bit like slightly tart brown ale that was just, that was home brewed and put in a dragon's milk bottle and left on the shelf at Steve's as a prank. Uh, but, but, you know, it, I assume it actually is 11% and not a super funny prank. So I'll give it a 6.4. Uh, 
I, I don't think this was amazing by any means, but I think maybe if you want, this is a super limited use case, if you want a darker, lighter, boozy beer in the summer. So that's a super weird combination of elements. But if you're looking for that, this is perfect. If you're not looking for that, this is not what you're looking for. So this is a very seasonal beer. It's it's seasonal, and you have to have the right palate, and you have to be in a certain weird specific mood. Huh. But but that's the only time I would drink this again. But I think if I drank it at that time, I would be way into it. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. All right. You know what you're having next week? Uh, I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. A while ago, I had a Flying Dog Hot Pepper beer. And so this is another Flying Dog Hot Pepper beer. They have a heat series, and I think it's like ancho chili lime lager so i i like hot pepper beers and i think that it sounds a little bit of a mexican style and i think lime and mexican style lager works well together so i actually have high hopes for it despite the fact that i think that me describing it might have made tyler vomit yeah it sounds terrible to me but i guess if you want to see sam drinking it tune in next week or listen to sam drinking it unless you have crazy powerful wizard eyes or your three stacks and you just sit in here watching me. Right. With your eyes shaped like hearts because you love me so much. Ugh. Now you've made me vomit. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you, Jed, for being on the podcast. I've missed talking to you, so it's good to see you. I miss you guys. Thanks for having me. Maybe I'll Absolutely. do another one this month. How Maybe. How about that? Well, let's hope. Sam, tell me there's no room. No, uh, it to me. Fix your goddamn microphone and we'll bring you back. I'm ready. Fix it like that one, you mean? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I, well, I think Tyler records using his internal mic. He sounds so much better than you. I don't know what it is. Just that mm, sweet chocolatey voice I have. Oh, just I, wrap I, this I, shit I, up. I'm done here. Alrighty. If you have anything to say to us, you can email us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsdayTuesday. Or you can comment on our links at BrewsTues.com. Don't let the bastards keep you down. We will see everybody next episode. Bye. Bye. Yep. Here comes a beer, catch all your tears Drink the remedy, forget about your problems Here comes a shot, lose all your thoughts Drink the remedy, forget about your problems This one's on me, fix you for free Drink the remedy, forget about everything This one's on me, got what you need